if you will, in the theater of your mind, two geeks. For our purposes, Marshall and Pat, who have decided no longer to bite chickens' heads off, but to instead enter the realm of internet radio. If suddenly you find yourself hearing talk of comic books, television shows, and motion pictures, you may have inadvertently thrown your chips down on Always Bet on Geek. When someone asks you if you're a geek, you say yes! And if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. Keep up the good work. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? What a scumbag. Don't bet on black, folks. Bet on geek. Always bet on geek podcast. Woo! Ready to form Voltron! Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Marshall. Just wanted to say it's not too bad, but it's bad enough for me to get on here and say something. Pat had his mic too close to the laptop or the iPad or whatever he records on, so when his fan cuts in and off, it sounds like someone's running a vacuum in the background. I've done what I can, but you can still hear it. Forewarning. Sorry about that. See y'all next week. What's up, everybody? I'm Marshall at Squishy Not Sink, and I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. Across the Redneck Oasis is my buddy Pat, and he's black in a motherfucker, and you can't teach that. <laughs> it's like Joe Clark said, oh, lean on me. Only thing I gotta do is stay black and die. What's up? This is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat. <laughs> Otherwise known as Hashtag Diva Yes. And this is yet another episode of Always Been On Geek. Apparently my boy Marsh is fired up on this early Sunday morning. Well, I've been up since 6, so... No, you don't... Because of... Just because that's my schedule now and I'm just up no matter what. So, when do you actually sleep? Uh, my new work schedule is 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., so I sleep, I go to bed about 12.30, and I get up at 6 so that I can take Natalie to school. Oh, okay, so yeah, you actually have just completely changed your entire sleep schedule. Yep. No, but uh, I know you don't know where my intro came from, 
but that is a new tag team in the WWE called the Certified G's, I believe they're called. And he is he is Enzo Amore, and he is a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this here is Big Cass, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room, how you doing? And then the crowd, how you doing? How you doing? How? And then he, <laughs> he'll like, he'll insult people and be like, you know, your teeth are so yellow, you could butter a loaf of bread. How you doing? And then he'll say something else and be like, how you doing? <laughs> Dude, I forgot to do it last week, but you got to see some of these guys. It was fun. It's fucking funny. These dudes. Well, now I kind of wish you had told me because I thought that came like that was all improv. That was straight. You know, you just oh. like got, you were just in this. I thought, man, watch this. Watch this already, man. He's improv He's like pulling out funny shit like that, man. <laughs> no, I can't take credit. I can't take credit for cool shit like that, though. My okay, bad. so why, so why do you have to tell me what you and Rod, aka the Mystic Mojo, popular guest starring guest host of Always Been on Geek? He is at the Mystic Mojo on Twitter. Okay, so you got them all. I got him sorted up. up. I followed him on my stuff, and then I made a post and said, "He's old school. He's confused. He doesn't know technology. <laughs> so, so, something like that." And I said, "Let's break him in like we do." So I don't know. He said he hadn't checked his his stuff. Okay, the Champions well, Game. What was what to we be talked fair, about? Okay, go ahead. Now, to be fair, March is not making that up. Everything he said is exactly true. Like, but I'm so surprised because. For a man who will spend hours a day, when he has a day off, playing games online on his game system, the PS4. PS4, right. He plays Destiny. Like, like, well, just being there, like, hours. But he says that he doesn't really know technology, and that just blows my mind. Well, it's a little different, because the gaming console technology has been around since we were children. So putting the game in and pressing play and then playing a game is a lot different. I don't know. Like when I first started Twitter, I'm not completely t tech ignorant, but when I started Twitter, I was lost in a motherfucker. It just so happens that I took to it like a fish to water, you know? No, that's true. I guess I guess it's just like computers have existed since we were children. Because like I know we got our first computer in like the late 80s. It's like one of those old C prompt you know, he bugged his printers, print something and like all that stuff. So, is the audio still working? Damn it, I lost. Okay, it. <clears throat> on my end, Marsh has frozen on Skype. I'm gonna wait to see if he's gonna sign back in or what's up. So I'll look forward to seeing what he's saying right now while I'm talking, because I don't know if he knows that he's frozen on my end. <laughs> 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 the screen is frozen, but he'll look it off in the distance, and he has his hand on his chin, like he's deep in thought. Yeah, now he's calling me on my phone, so... Uh, Skype shenanigans indeed, Mr. Pat. Hey. Yo, yeah, sorry. Like, I'm still recording, but, like, that's just a complete freeze up. I had to restart the entire iPad. Oh, it said something about... Uh... We were having an error, and if I I needed to stop the video, I could still hear you talking, but it was saying the video. Oh, so you, <laughs> so you heard all that? That's awesome. 
It didn't, it didn't record, granted, but because I have Google or uh, Skype recorder turned off. Yeah, but it recorded in my Audacity, so you, know, you can still cool use it. Yeah, so no, like my my iPad just completely froze up, so I had to do a yeah. The, a my my first story. my first computer was when I moved in with you. Okay, so that was during the era of dial-up, because that was in the late nineties. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and uh, to be fair, and to be fair to all of our fans and our listeners, the the first person who to give me on to broadband was Marshall, because I fought it for a while because I wasn't sure if it would actually. I wasn't sure if it was worth the money, first of all, and if it would stay around. But man, Marshall kept pushing it and well, pushing it. It's because I couldn't afford it, and I was living with you and dial up. If you ever play an MMO like Ultima Online. You could be fighting in a dungeon, and you could be you could take care of the Earth Elemental all by yourself. You could take care of the giant spider all by yourself. But when it lags, you stay there and fight, and you're still fighting, and it's cool. But then, you have no control over the PK that comes and kills you when you can't see it. And you log back on, and there's a PK looting your shit, and it's like, what the fuck? I was only gone for ten seconds, or. You're fighting in a graveyard and something, and it lags out on you, and then you wake up and you're a ghost. You come back on and you're just standing there over your corpse. It's like, ah! anyway. Anybody? Now, but now, but you see, I wasn't into MMO, so that argument wasn't really like I'm not going to pay more money so you can like not lag out and die on the MMO. But like, true. I don't know what finally did it. Like, I think I was online once and. The dial-up just wasn't enough for me for what I was doing. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, you know, Mars keeps pushing this. I can actually afford it. Let me see what's up. And it only took. Sure enough, I was it like, only took. I was gonna say one, one day. One day, but I don't think it took a whole no, day. No, because no, no, like, because <laughs> you can. I was like, you oh, can you can download your porn <laughs> in two hours or in twelve seconds. You know, <laughs> right? Like. And, you know, back when back you, then, you, couldn't, like, you couldn't stream, you had to download your shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And like back then, I was really on LimeWire, so I could like get music. Oh. I was like, holy crap. I'm sorry. And, like, there was no going back. There I, I, was no going I back. I destroyed that computer with LimeWire and shit like that. I apologize. It wasn't just you. It was like the very first Trojan virus that ever came out. We got it. <laughs> Like the very first one, the first recorded instance of a Trojan virus or something. I mean, no, I'm sure that's not what the case was. But I didn't know what the fuck a Trojan was. And I know that that loop and worm and whatever the fuck happened, it ate up the goddamn computer and like. No, 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 I did. Because I was like, what the. Oh, god damn it. But that took a while to fix. But no, there was no going back after that. So yay for broadband. And yay for your what one of your best friends to push you into them because he didn't want to lag out anymore playing MMOs on your computer. <laughs> hey, it, it had been years to that point. Years. Okay, but but we got Ryan on Twitter, and he's apparently a very popular guest and guest host. But okay, so what about the game? Did y'all discuss about the online game? Um, if y'all don't know Pat, we finally broke Pat down, and he's gonna start running games for us. But we were gonna alternate so that Pat didn't get burnt out on 
role-playing, like running games for us, because he doesn't necessarily like it. The the key was that Ryan would run his Champions Oh, wait, game. no, well, well, sorry, wait. I love running games. What he means is I'm not a big fan of running online games because I miss the big around the table okay. camaraderie. Even though like, we can see each other right now, straight. and it's you can still see the expressions and the anger and the you know anyway. No, there's hey, a difference. Know. I know. <laughs> what the fuck, man? There's a yeah. difference. I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't specify online opposed to running in general. Yeah. So the way that we really hooked him, and we talked about it before we actually brought it up to Pat, was the only way that we could hook him because he loves this game that Pat. I mean, Ryan's been running for years. Champions. Okay, so what we talked about is he doesn't have champions books anymore. So he was Ryan? yeah. Okay. So he and I told him that I have all the books and I could scan them in my computer and send them to him. But dude, I mean, I got like sixty books and scanning page by page. Well, to be fair, the reason why he doesn't have it is because I have them all. Because when he was moving, like he was just like, I want you to hold these for me because I just don't. It's not in the space. I know you love champions, so I know you won't let anything happen to these books. I have all these books. Okay, so are you willing to ship them to him? I could probably find it as a PDF online somewhere. That was the next thing. I'm... That was the next thing. If we can't find it, he was thinking about having that game into a different system, like Alternative. Well, we could hack the game into the Marvel system. Okay, well, he, I mean, he doesn't know the Marvel system. He's gonna he he's he's down for Leroy and learning the new system with his character, but he's not all up on learning a whole new system to run. He he will be because I know Ryan, and okay. when we were playing Champions, which is uses the hero system for all you role playing folks out there that already know what we're talking about. I'll put a picture. We of had. To, I'll put a we really on. had to hack and house rule that system just to speed up play. Because, you know, in a combat, in the hero system, it could take forever because you run like a handful of D6s, you're doing like math charts and shit just to see how far you get knocked back or whatever. So right. we had to really hack that system to speed up gameplay. And I know for a fact Ryan would enjoy the Marvel heroic system more because that's the same enlightenment I came to when I actually sat down and really read the book and I realized this is the best comic book system I've ever read it does everything we need with a simple mechanic <laughs> and you keep the game moving very simple yeah it's awesome so so he was thinking alternative but then he doesn't even know if he has the alternative book or if you have the alternative book. He does it. He bet he gave me those books to, to also hold for him, so right. they wouldn't get lost. But at the same time, the same problem we have with Hero, we have with Alternative. Because that game was based that game was TSR trying to make a sci fi game and they tried to hack those TSR A D and D rules into a sci fi setting. I didn't and know that, while, that was TSR. Yeah, and while the setting itself is cool, you can tell that they had to hack the rules to try to fit the setting, and that doesn't always work. And we ran into the same problem when he ran Alternative, and it just got clunky. And like, nah, I'm thinking 
if I run enough Marvel and he sees how cool the system is for superheroes, it would be an easy convince to go, let's just convert the characters. Because I've already done it. I actually made, when I was trying to learn the system, I actually sat down and made up my champion's character as a character in Marvel Heroic. And it's awesome. Awesome. And so, so well, is that the, which one? The next step is, he said he wouldn't be able to run right away. So, probably... Me and you are gonna run games for a minute, then he'll he'll probably start running, and I gave him the option between for me running D and D, the Buffy game, because he said he keeps up with Buffy, or Vampire. He uh, you know I I actually just I downloaded a new game system called well I downloaded a new role playing book called Urban Shadows, and it's a role playing game powered by the Apocalypse World Engine, and pretty much it's it's really good but like pretty much it's like what if we made vampire the masquerade <laughs> with a different room set and a bit more modern and with slightly better rules <laughs> but i'm currently oh, i don't think white wolf have any issues with the rules it's just there's a lot of them and it just so just so happens that you know 15 years on white wolf sanctioned chats i know that shit well, Everything. you know the power, the power by the apocalypse world engine, kind of strips everything down, and this makes it. It's more of a story-based game than a rules crunch game, which you know I enjoy because that's part of what I enjoy about the Marvel heroic system. Okay, so <laughs> so but, <laughs> before we before we keep talking, like, <laughs> are we talking about role playing because we really love it and it's something that we all love, or have you also noticed, like I've noticed, people really like it when we talk about role-playing stuff on the podcast. Well, so we, more we, we, don't, we don't usually get a whole lot of feedback, except for from our, our people at the New Pod World Order. I don't really think a whole lot of people listen to us. But the feedback that we do get is, hey, I dig that role-playing talk. Or the people, when I make posts about, hey, this episode is up, the role-playing stuff gets favorited and retweeted more often. So, I don't know, but I wasn't trying to talk role-playing on this episode. I was wanting to try to talk about this after the fact, but... Um, oh, no, but, well, I but just, what, uh, got, <clears throat> what got him, he wants to do Dark Age Vampire, because I told okay. him that the Dark Age Vampire game, um, my goal is to... Because, you know, in modern day, when you make like a powerful vampire and shit... You can make a 10-page, 20-page background and tells everything that you've done for the past two, 300 years. It's not the same as being there and playing the game. Right. So my goal is to start off at Dark Age and progress you to modern day. Right. That's been your goal for a long time. Right. But I get hooked on stories and I go day by day. In Vampire, it's supposed to be, you know, years or like days for vampires. So it's like, I don't. I don't progress it fast enough. <clears throat> so, like, Stephanie played for four years before, you know, the only reason why 10, 15 years went by in, in game is because she got, you know, staked and she was unconscious and she was being prisoner and all that other kind of shit. But uh, he really likes that idea. He wants to do something <clears throat> uh, shifter-based, but he doesn't want to be a shifter because they don't live long enough. So, 
And this was just us crack smoking, just like White Wolf. There's a lot of crack smoking shit. Okay, when I say crack smoking, I don't mean literally crack smoking. I mean World of Darkness, White Wolf, Vampire, crack smoke that you see in the fucking module books and stuff. We were thinking of him being, um, what was it? A gypsy from the gypsy book. Okay. Who is also a kinfolk. Who also, who also gets ghouled. <laughs> Which is absolutely as crack smoking as I've seen in those damn books. Because, because, how did he, so, so is the, so would the game be about the story of his survival as, well, yes, okay. Werewolf kid would rip him, rip his throat open for, for allowing that to happen? I explained to him that if he, you know, it's possible for him to survive. It's possible. But I mean, if this, I mean, the type if of, this group yeah. of werewolves actually accept him, this other group is likely to tear his throat out just because. Or if right. you have if you have seven humanity or more. Okay, this is geek jargon, y'all. I mean, if y'all don't understand the game, I'm sorry. Humanity is like, uh, it's just a stat in the game that... It's like how pure your soul is. To, yeah, but even if you even have with a seven, seven humanity, he right. may not sense as the worm, right. but he's still ghoul. Right. But you can't, if you don't sense worm and he doesn't use his powers, they won't know unless they're really, they, really high rank. If they're really high rank, yeah. Man, name, name me a game in role history where a PC hasn't used powers. Like the entire well, see point. if he if he's also a gypsy and he also has he's a kinfolk. Kinfolks can have gnosis, so they can use like very low level gifts and magic items and stuff. So he doesn't have to use vampiric disciplines in front of those people. <clears throat> this is like saying, "Hey, all right." No, I told him. I told him game. how dangerous it was. I told him, you know, but I also right, I also told him that. If he has a support group to begin with, it will help a lot. But me, I like the story. I won't go out of my way to kill you. Right. I will kill everybody you love. You have to witness the horror. So you have to survive. I mean, one way, like when Stephanie, she botched a soak roll one time in the Dark Age game. And she got staked and in Egypt. And she was held by the snake, the Setites, the worshippers of Set. She was in Torpor for two years. Before they sold her to the Bali, which are the demon worshiping vampires. And then yeah. they dominated her and presenced her and took her over. And she served them for three or four decades before something happened and she finally broke out of it. So I'm not going to kill you necessarily. But, you know, I'll still get you going really good. I want you to remember everything you just said when you say I quote unquote torture y'all in the Marvel game. <laughs> well, you have okay, to survive look. to witness the horror. Right. Okay. <laughs> I want you to remember that. <laughs> no, I'll remember that. But you have to take into consideration it's called the world of darkness. No, no. I get that, but at the same right. time... This is not Marvel the... superheroes, okay? <laughs> I mean, stuff it... Especially if you start off as a human in Dark Age Vampire... <laughs> I mean, yeah, come I mean, on, come on. There's a reason why people lock their doors at night and there's nobody outside at night because the de- demons and the boogeyman, they're real. It's accepted. Everyone knows this. Speaking of that, well, I mean, like, I don't I don't also only have to run Marvel. 
Like, yes, I'm, you, yes, I've been, please, please do. I'm open to doing Firefly because I get to actually use that system, even though I've actually bought the Dead Tree cover of the book. And I've been intrigued by these, powered by the Apocalypse games, like Monster of the Week, which is pretty much kind of Buffy or Supernatural well, run, or Angel. Run, run Buffy then, because I haven't actually had a, a... I've never played in the Buffy game. I've only just run it. I'm actually... I would love I'm not sure. To, I would love to play Buffy. Honestly, I enjoy Angel more than Buffy. Well, so it's, the, would, it's the same system, so it doesn't matter. I'll, I would love to play Angel. I mean, because when I run Buffy, I use both books, <clears throat> and we do stuff with both books. I mean, I won't have to be like our buddy who likes to mook super bad, which I won't have to say his name. <clears throat> which I will, just for the hell of it, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when he when he tried to play in my game, he had to make his his own demon well, race and his own well, power system, just like in the Dark Age game. He made his own well, vampire to, clan. And a, well, he, he, here's the thing: he both I've noticed both Aaron and Ryan like to create unique PCs. Like, if you give them a list of PCs, they'll like cannot mix and match to make it more unique. They they both do it like. Like, the only time Ryan hasn't done that is in Marvel. Because I said, this is a mutant game. You have to be a mutant. And he's a cool game. He just really wanted to roleplay. Every right. other game I ever, I ever ran for him, he's done that kind of... Like, we have a long-running Star Wars game that I would love to get back to. Yeah, that would be fun. He, um, he made... This is about to be real deep cuts, but he wanted to play a Mimbari. A Mimbari is a race from the show called Babylon 5, which we all love. Right. He, wow. wanted to play a, he wanted to play a Mimbari Jedi X-Wing pilot. <laughs> but, you know, the rules let you make up your own unique race and the uh, Star Wars the D6 system. So we sat down and we made up the Mimbari race and we picked the X-Wing pilot template and we tacked on force powers and it actually works i mean it, it just took some time to actually get it together but but the thing I, the difference between ryan and aaron is that ryan is not a power gamer he just wants to have a unique character if you tell him this unique character will actually be weaker than just a regular character he's still down for it yeah. you know he'll play weaker if it's unique so Aaron's is the power gear, folks. But you have to understand. Like uh, our friend Brian, he he's notorious for that. He's like, oh, cool. I can play Marvel? Can I play Magneto? What? No, he's one of the most powerful characters in the game. Make your own character up. Like Werewolf. Um, hey, we're playing a game of Vampire. Cool, I want to play. I want to play a Werewolf. No, we're playing Vampire. Well, I don't want to play. I want to play a Werewolf. Okay, we're going to play a, a Werewolf game. Oh, we're playing a Werewolf game? Can I be a Were-Spider? No, we're playing werewolf. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, you can't... Okay, well, I'm going to make a character in Marvel, and I'm just going to give him all the exact same powers as Magneto. Can I have it at Shift-Z like Magneto? Well, no. That's super badass. We're starting off at this level. Oh, well, I mean, I don't guess I'm going to play it then. Because I mean, all I want, all I want is Magneto's power. I mean, come on. What do you mean, all you want? That's ultimate level badass a, shit i mean he's a 
Omega level muted. <laughs> I mean, so I, that, I could see him in the that, point when he came into our game because we were all Omega level mutants, but it's like, anyway. You know, it's because the people you start off role-playing with will influence you as you role-play. And the crew he started off with were all power gamers. So you had to power game to survive in those games. Me too. And so when you come up like, hey, and you know, the GMs they would play with would try to kill you or were very antagonistic. So you had to power game and be antagonistic back to survive in those games. And I get that. So when you come over into a game like one of mine or Ryan's or Jamie's where we tend to do like more plot based or story based, it can be an adjustment because you're still waiting for the the twist at the end where the GM stabs you in the back. Yeah, the, the twist the twist at the end that you're talking about is the knife being <laughs> twisted in your back. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So I can understand where how a power gamer is made because they're made by how they first are introduced into role playing. So I mean, I get. I mean, because that it's like you said that happened with you too. Because like when you first started out, you you had to power game just to just to make just it to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, White Wolf. It's called min maxing. It yes, absolutely. It is cheaper. And like Dark Age, if you you can start off with your background at five and your generation. Your generation is how close you are to the first vampire, which is Cain in the storyline. Cain and Abel. Cain was cursed of darkness. Yes. He's, okay. So the closer you are to Cain is the more powerful, more potent your blood is, all that stuff. Um, you can start off with five backgrounds, which gives you seventh gen generation, which means you can buy like level six level disciplines, powers and abilities and stuff. Okay. Well, yes. It's going to cost like 30 something experience to buy a level six once the game starts, but it's only going to cost seven freebie points or it's going to cost way less at character generation. Way less to so start off. You, as you start the... off with a couple of stats maxed out as far as you can, but then the rest of your character, you can't even walk down the street without tripping and falling on your face and shit because you have no coordination or, you know. <laughs> and like, you're not charming. And, right. And <laughs> it'll take people. You can, you can work those you know, stats up. You can work your dexterity up from a one to a three, way cheaper than you can make that one power from a five to a six. <clears throat> Min maxing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the way to make your character more powerful, which is the way I was taught how to play. I don't do that anymore. <clears throat> no, that's true. So I mean, but but like it took years of like showing him I wasn't going to destroy him because he didn't start off really powerful. Because like I like watching. PCs or heroes or whatever game you're playing grow and come, in, and, and come into their power because if you start that's one of my main issues with Aberrant that role play game Aberrant I didn't like that because you start off as a demigod yeah. from the get go that's just like, and the, I'm like the White Wolf Fallen system you start off as a, a Nephilim and they're Right. Even the most weak Nephilim can take out, almost take out elder vampires and shit. And it's like, right. And then if so you take like, so out we're... the Nephilim, he just goes back to his dimension and he can come back. I mean, he doesn't die. It's like, right. it's like trying to kill a mummy in the damn so game. Kind... Unless you have all right. the so super magic, like... you just can't kill fucking mummies and shit. So it's kind of like, well, where am I going here? I'm already a demigod. I mean, <laughs> what's... Yeah. What, I guess I'll go hang out with these other demigods and <laughs> see what we can get up to. But it's like, anyway. it's like Dragon Ball Z. In Dragon Ball Z, at the very first of the season, 
everybody was whooping his ass. And then it's like, by the end of Dragon Ball Z, you have to be so powerful that you could destroy the entire solar system with a single blast. And then it's like, Just oh, the- he's a threat. He can destroy everything. Okay, well, now I better stand up and try to charge up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then six episodes later, ah! yeah. all right, I'm fully charged. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I don't care. I love Dragon Ball Z. And Dra- no, I didn't Dragon too, Ball I didn't Z too, Kai, but like, Kai cut out all the charging up and a lot of the bullshit. Yeah, and I missed it. But to be, but to be fair, I mean, there's a reason why everybody makes that joke about Dragon Ball Z because true. they did do like, man, episode three, that's Vegeta. He's almost fully charged. He's about to really go for it now, man. And you know, I thought I thought the Frieza saga, the Frieza fight, where Goku just held his hands in the air. And the water spurted forth, and, and he was charging up that spirit bomb for five episodes before Frieza saw it. And then when Frieza saw it, then he, there was an episode of him distracting him and talking shit to him. And then, good fucking God. This Cell Saga was twice as long. The Boo Saga was twice to, as long as that. It's like, good. But, to, but to be fair, the, the high watermark of Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion, was the Cell Saga. They're just like... Everything was working on cylinders. You had really because you're still going. Oh, I hear, I hear you. Again. I hear you again. Okay, but yeah, the the cell saga was there. It might be the high water mark. Yeah, whenever Go- Gohan finally pushed pushed through at the end, and well, yeah, well, yeah, that and you had like the build up with the androids and how the androids kicked Vegeta's ass and, well, and it broke your spirit. Technically, and, like, the android saga and the cell saga were two different things. <clears throat> yeah, but one day into the other. Right, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, he uh, absorbed one of the androids, and then Vegeta and Trunks came out of the hyperbolic time chamber, and Vegeta was all being Vegeta, smirky, smarmy, and he was like, you know what? You're weak, and I can prove it. And he whooped his ass and shit. He's like, you ain't shit. You know what? Go on and absorb the other android. Let me have a challenge. And then that's when he was like, uh, Right, right. It's impossible. Right. No! And then it was too late. And then he felt pity on Vegeta right. and like, yeah, I'll give you some hits. Oh yeah, that was your most powerful hit. Oh, such a shame. Because like, there were three androids: the big guy, the and the other guy and the girl. And the big guy was like, destroy him now. And Vegeta's like, I want to challenge. Go ahead, absorb her too. And then come at me. And the big guy's like. Oh, yeah, there was there was a lot of that gawking stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. Okay, so what are you doing? All right, so we have somehow well. Okay, so there has been a loss. Oh, right quick. If I have to stop at the blues because I was just told that we have some family coming through town on the way back to Texas, so like I may just have to hop off. So you may have to do the sign off. Okay, so okay. we've there's been a loss, a great loss. Feels like I've lost a family member because he's been in my life since I was born. Kenny Baker passed away. Oh, oh, right, yeah, yes. I mean, I didn't know him, so we're not like doing a tribute show or anything to him. But no, well, Star it's, Wars has it's been weird, in my life like, as long as I can remember. Well, yeah, because 
we were born in 77 and that's when the first movie came I, out I was, it has I, was, honestly, I was born May 77 I was born 10 days so, before Star Wars came out and I was born in March so I was born a couple of months but it, it has honestly always been in our lives we have never known an existence without Star Wars in our life in fact the two, so, the two characters yeah. that I identify with the most not just in Star Wars but in my youth as a child like toddler young kid is wicket <clears throat> the ewok which is oh warwick davis and kenny baker r2d2 and if it wasn't for them too i mean it's like odds are you won't you will only meet a very few famous people but there are some people that are so famous they're just like at a different level and you don't know these people, but they've, like you said, they've been part of your life from childhood to now. So, and even though you never saw his face, he was still R two D two. He was he was eighty. I mean, eighty three years old. I mean, to be fair, R two D two is probably one of the most important characters in Star Wars. He was there from the beginning, and he's still there in the Force Awakens. I mean, I mean he, has seen... he may be one of the most iconic characters in sci-fi history. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And plus, I read this interview with George Lucas, and George Lucas said, in his mind, R2-D2 is, is the one... The real hero of the story? No, he's the one that's telling us the story. Like, whenever we watch a Star Wars movie, that's... Uh, archive of R2-D2's memory tell us the story. Oh, okay, that's cool. I never really thought yeah. about it that way, but that makes a lot of sense. And that's why he'll always make it, because somebody has to tell us the story. Now, that may change now that he sold it to Disney, but in his mind, that's what he was always going with. And that's why he's mm. always been there for every important thing. You know, people, episode people one. got upset when Han Solo died. Spoilers if you haven't seen it, sorry. Um, but if I think if R two D two died, I think there would be real riots. Oh no, no, I'll, no! Because here's my thing: Han's death had weight and it had meaning. Well, there was, there like, was foreshadowing that, too. You kind of saw it coming if you right. knew to look. And then right. the absolute fact that Harrison Ford said, "I'm not coming back to do these movies unless Han Solo dies." No, because he, a lot of people forgot that he. Be, well, he believed in having a story arc for a character and like I dig that and like yeah I mean it's a good way to pass the baton to the new generation and still have enough weight because that death will play out over <laughs> you know so as many long as, movies as long as he doesn't arc. make that habit in all of his movies because you know they're doing another Indiana Jones flick another two or something like that yeah but I, if Indy dies I'm a fucking geek. I'm gonna be mad I prefer either a hero rise off into the sunset or they have a death that matters. And since in real life, heroes age, you know, I, I would be okay if Indy dies if it's a good death. I just don't want like a Tasha Yard death where it has no meaning, you know? Yeah, that's, a, that's another deep cut. That's from the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation. For all you kids out there that think Worf was always the chief of security on the Enterprise, he was not. The first chief of security was Tasha Yar. 
but she died in the first season of Next Gen. But she was such an awesome character. They had the actress play. Was it her twin sister, or was it a, a no, clone? no, it, no? It was her descent. Wait, you mean when she was the Romulan? Yeah, when she came back in the series. Yeah, uh, that was her descendant. Okay. Because remember the classic episode, yesterday's Enterprise, when the timelines got all all mixed yeah. up. Well, she went back in time with the Enterprise C crew to make the timeline right. Well, she was captured by the Romulans at that battle. And raped? They hit at it, but they don't actually say well, if it. she but has descendants because of that, I think that that's more than a hint. Yeah, but, you know, it was A, it's Star Trek. And, and B, it, it was it the was, 90s. <laughs> yeah. So they, as far as rape goes, they the, the most hardcore rape episode in the '90s I ever heard was uh, an episode of the, a different world, where uh, he was like a football player or something in Sinbad. He was uh, Dwayne Wayne's friend, and he was like, you know, if they say no, sometimes they really mean yes. They just need some coaxing, and then uh, at the very end, oh, uh, he ahead. was in the car with Fred. Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne's friend and he jumps on the sunroof and goes in and he's like run Fred and he pulls him and he's like come back come back oh god but it was the whole rape date rape thing at that point that was so, not on anybody's radar so was that one of the special episodes of the world because every now and then yeah. they would do the that social, like, socially conscious they, episode kind of deal like do you remember the one they did about Racism, and man, the whole the, the whole show was based what, around race, man. I, I'm... Well, no, I mean they had an episode where it was just about racism, and one of the white guys who was racist was Dean Kane. <laughs> who, if you know that name, yeah, no, it was one of his first roles. You know, Dean Kane's going to be yeah. at a con in South Haven, uh, Mississippi, right down the street here in September. Well, it's it's because he's on that new show with um the new. Supergirl show. Oh, that's cool. You know, because for, for you youngins out there, he was Clark Kent, Superman. Superman, in the Lois and Clark Chronicles, or whatever it was called. Lois and Clark, the new episode of Superman. There you go. But um, he is Supergirl's adopted father in the Supergirl show. Okay. Which is a nice... Oh, and Supergirl's adopted mother was Supergirl from the movie from the I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so these shows always remember the... Because, like... Anyway, that's a spoiler for that season of The Flash, so I won't say that, but... Hmm. They remember their alumni with these CW shows, and I just think that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Ernie Hudson's going to be there, too. Oh, awesome. I still have yet to see the new Ghostbusters and I'm to. Neither have I. I just haven't made time for it yet. Um, but I also... I, I, I like it for the fact that they're bringing the franchise back. I like it that the fact that every member of Ghostbusters, the original cast is that's alive, is in it somewhere. But I don't really have any interest in seeing it. I do like... I just, I, I just haven't made time for it. 
Because, like, I guess you can always tell your true fandoms because I haven't, I haven't made time for Ghostbusters or Suicide Squad. But on opening day, I was at Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I made time for Star Trek, no matter what I was doing. And it was awesome. Yeah, I'll see that when it comes on HBO. Like, I... They're advertising. They're advertising Deadpool now on HBO. I think maybe September. So I can't. I can't wait. I to still. See I still haven't seen Deadpool yet. I've seen like on YouTube, you know, the Easter eggs and some of the most funny moments and stuff like that. That movie looks like it's gonna be fucking hilarious as shit. I mean, I mean from everybody I've talked to, it's hilarious. So yeah, I mean, I know it. I know it's not a bad movie. I just haven't made time for it. Right. It's like I say, you can always tell what you really like about what you make time for. I made time for Batman v Superman. Every Marvel movie that has been out, I have seen on opening day at the theater. Me too, you know, except for Civil War. Which blows one of the best ones they made. And I, that blows my man, mind. If man. I could have, I would have. It's just the money situation. I mean, when you literally no, I get cannot afford no, gas. Trust me, I get that. But you know, it's, I cannot wait for you to see that movie. <laughs> You're looking into my eyes too deep. He froze again. Motherfucker. Well, I can still hear you. It's just that you're frozen on my end. Can you still hear me? Because I can hear you right now talking, but can you hear me? You can't hear me. <laughs> this is funny. I don't wait to... See, this is one of the only things about Skype. If it does, you just get a weird connection. I think I would just go ahead and hang up and like try to call back to see. And I was just saying, um, you may have heard me or may not, but I think when we online role play, we're going to have to use Hangouts on Road Twenty. Those just tend to be more stable. Well, than the Skype. the Hangout we actually have the dice roller on it, <clears throat> so I assumed when we when we did role playing, we would have to use. Uh... Well, Road Twenty is a platform made for role players. So you, you can also roll dice on there. The only thing I don't like about Hangouts on Google is the fact that the screen will jump between whoever, whoever is talking. All you have to do is when you see all the people's you know, faces at the bottom, you just have to put your cursor on one of them and click it, and then you see that face. Yeah, but I like seeing everybody when I'm running a game. Well, with Roll20, you can actually put windows around your screen so that you can see everyone at the same time okay. and see what they're rolling. Okay. I just had to figure out how to get Roll20 going because for some reason, for some reason, I'm hitting speed bumps with that and I don't know why it's like, it's giving me a hard time, but... Well, if you can't work it, anyway, you're just always good. Uh, no, I would... I mean, if I can't... If I can't figure it out, we'll do Hangout because really, it's just going to be one-on-one or me, you, and Ryan. Right. Or me, you, and Ryan, and Karen. Because Karen's down. <laughs> Karen yeah, is she's like, definitely down. <laughs> he's, he's down. So I can handle that. But like, you know, if, if I can get Road 20 figured out, that would be pretty sweet. So have I told you some of the guests that I've been lining up to be on the show? You told me off flight. You can go ahead um, and say it all right. The first week in September sometime not we don't know exactly the time mike and or ming from amc's comic book men have agreed to come on um season two winner of king of the nerds kayla on tomorrow's kayla 
agreed to come on, which I'm not sure because you know, um, and these are and I should have done this sooner. The King of the Nerds and the Knights of Nerdvana, Knights of Nerdvana.com is the Kayla's group and the King of the Nerds group, and they're they're some good folks. They're some good people. I should have been including them in some of this stuff because that's another genre, another group of people that you know we can tap into the awesomeness because these some of these guys are really awesome some of these ladies chicks are really girls whatever you know but kayla has a women women well they're not all women because there's like the squires so like some of them are younger kids but some of these males and some of these female that sounds stupid too anyway some of these folks these nerds (laughs) the nerd the hashtag nerd army let's do it that way (laughs) But see, with Kayla, she has a lot of association with the Squires and underage people and stuff. And I'm not sure if associating herself with us is necessarily in her interest. I don't think she listens to the podcast, so I don't think that she realizes that, like, every single episode except for this one, I'm doing drugs through the whole fucking episode and shit. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, you might not want to associate yourself with me. But on on the record, though. Actually, that's that's weird. Like, is that why you're so kind of high energy because like you don't tend to be this this high energy this early in the morning when you're like smoking no i've quit smoking weed um i've gone a week now i quit on the eighth of this month yeah it's amazing how much energy i have i've been getting up at six in the morning going outside hitting the treadmill doing some yoga fucking cleaning the house doing yard i got a second job i'm the guy that i bought this house from he has a yard service a, a lawn service and i'm going out and i'm mowing lawns with him before i go to work at three o'clock and work till 11 and that job it's super easy but there's no air they supply you with gatorade popsicles and gatorade and all that stuff but there's no fucking air <laughs> so can you bring your own box fan or whatever no like there, there there are fans you? here and there you can't bring your own nothing but there are fans here and there, but even the fan directly in your face when you're moving and you're working in 100-degree weather, you're sweating through all your shit, no matter what. So, it's it's just an, well, it's an adjustment. Know, that should be better after the fall gets here and then hopefully it gets colder in the winter right. so you won't be suffering. Because I, I hate that for you, man, because I don't... I don't mind being hot if I know there's going to be AC, you know, in my future. Well, there's, this, it's, I'll take it a step worse. We are connected to a kitty litter plant. Okay. Oh, God. No, it, there's, <laughs> there's no smell. The thing is, what oh. we do is we make the plastic jugs that the kitty litter comes in. So all the machines okay. are melting plastic and sending them down. So, so it's you get the heat. So it's the heat from the weather and the heat of the machines that have to melt plastic. So you're wow. Yep. It's I mean, there's people who carry multiple shirts up there and they sweat through six shirts a night. That's an exaggeration. Four shirts a night, but still, I mean, it's like, dude, it's still more than one. <laughs> is <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So anyway, yeah. So I just because like normally it takes us a while to find our energy because we record the podcast early on Sunday morning 
But today, as you were here, we were <laughs> we were going, man. So I don't know. As you would hear, does that mean that you're trying to wrap this up? Well, we're about to hit an hour. Okay. <clears throat> um, trying to think because we talked a little bit of geek stuff. A little. We we had an entire. <laughs> I don't even know how long it was. Let's talk about the minutia of humanity in a Vampire the Masquerade game, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I just feel bad because I know not everybody. I know the role-playing talk is over some people's heads, so I wanted to try to talk something that other people could relate to. Oh, right. And then in the Knights of Nirvana, there's Jacob the Zombie Fighter, and he's agreed to come on, and he's got his own podcast. Oh, right. And he's done a lot of podcasts. He's, he's a, a... I don't want to say... A grizzled veteran. I, I hate saying that because it's I don't know, but he, he's he's a good podcaster. I've listened to a couple of his episodes and he's he's pretty cool and his 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 tastes vary greatly. Like he is super nerd. I mean he he's got his so he should he knows a lot. He should fit. He should fit right in there. Oh, remind me until I do it. I need to send Ryan a copy of the Marvel Heroic Rules of PDF that I have so he can start to check them out. Okay. And he sent me his email. Yeah, I got busy. I, I forgot to do it. But all my Ropan books are in my box child's storage. So I can, it's an easy link to send. I just, I just keep beginning to do it. So make sure I do because I want to. I at least want him to know what I'm talking about when I say, you know, here are your two power sets and him not to go, well, who? <laughs> it it, it took me a long time to do that because I still haven't read the book either. I have to like play and read it as I need it. That's like with, with yeah. White Wolf, there's a hundred books easy. And I know almost all of it, but it's not because I read it. It's because I needed the information as the game was going on, and it forced me to look it up. Interesting. So I read, I read pages at a time instead of books. Because I'm the opposite. I'm like, I like to know. Well, I don't retain. I don't retain. Rules, so. I don't retain knowledge that way. I can read a book all day long, but unless it's read to me. Okay, or... so so you're so you're more of a doer. Like if you do something, it oh, takes I'm a your doer, brain to. And I guess that's <laughs> that's. A, Y'all can't see his face. He's doing the rock eyebrow and the eyebrows up and down. So. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm waggling my eyebrows. Uh, but no, that's a good, that's a good point to wrap it up. So just in case my film does pass through, I have time to still get washed up and not have to hurry. So oh, well, I was wanting to do that intro next. It doesn't have to be thirty minutes. It could be like ten or fifteen minutes. It's not much, just to let people know what our SoundCloud account is really for. That's going to take us 10 minutes. Maybe. All right, well, let's go ahead and, and try it. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everybody who donated to the, Go, well, we, to the GoFundMe. We, we already did our... Wait. Yeah, we already right, did our... Right, but I, I, I forgot to tell everybody who donated to my GoFundMe. Uh, I haven't forgot about y'all. Um, I have the books. I'm, I got y'all's addresses. I'm fixing this to find out. I'm going to go to the post office and see how much it's going to cost for me to send a book to the UK and for me to send a couple of books to Australia. 
both of those people have already told me that they would pay for shipping and I said no but I may have to depending on how much the shit's gonna cost I think you I think you probably should have said yes <laughs> well no I was trying to be cool and I had a job at the time you know well I have a job now but I'm I haven't gotten my first paycheck yet so yeah um so yeah thank you guys I, we love y'all I love y'all if I could you know penetrate all y'all and thanks I would but I can't. And then what? And then... <laughs> I was trying to give it a pause so we could like end it on the end of it. That was just too funny, man. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, since gosh. we recorded the ending already, I'll go in and put the ending here or right here. All right. So this was another episode of Always Bet on Geek. Uh, you can find us on Always Bet on Geek at gmail.com. Uh, Always Bet on Geek on Twitter. Um, I am Squishy Nos Inc. Uh, Gmail, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Find us also on iTunes and Stitcher, SoundCloud, which we have to do our intro for sometime soon. Um, yes. Uh, 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 com. Every every couple of weeks we have new podcasts showing up. It's really awesome. And this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat. As always, it's been a pleasure. Like Mar said, you can find us at all those places, and I hope you really do look us up. And I'd like to give a shout out to Jared Axelrod. You just beat me to it, you asshole. Host, host of the host of the podcast, the voice of Free Planet X, and a personal friend. So that's right. Oh, also, and I know by the time I hear this podcast, you probably already have. But if you haven't sat down and watched the new show on Netflix called Stranger Things, hmm. you really need to. Yeah, I've heard it. It is really I've heard about that. Really good. So yeah, and with that three black geeks. We out. Don't forget your three black geeks. You motherfucker. It is it is good it is gonna do it. Huh? It's gonna do no, it. No, I couldn't. <laughs> All right, well then on that note, we out. And don't forget to check out our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash always bet on geek. Always bet on geek.